welcome to the second episode of Could Be Fun. I am Leslie Bing, coming at you from Boise, Idaho. And today I am thrilled to have with me my fabulous guest, Tiffany Eller. Hi. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. I'm so excited to have you, and I'm so excited for what we're doing. So, again, um, should have started with this. This podcast, if it's your first time tuning in, could be fun. I find out if things are fun or not. <laughs> so, my goal is to not just adults, but I think adults really need it, incorporate fun into oh, their yeah. lives. Yes. Mm, preach. And, like, my face. So, I challenge people to give me something fun to do and if they get to do it with me that's even more fun so I'm so glad you're here and the but the most fun thing is when people are like oh I don't do anything for fun because then you really got to dig for it right mm, you got to yeah. figure it out yeah so. mm. but you know what you do for fun and you picked a really fun activity <laughs> what are we doing today Tiffany well I do art for fun so today we are finger painting Woo! I don't know why that was just when you when you sent me your podcast and you're like we need to do this think of something we can do the first thing that popped in my head was like finger painting you're buying it to finger, finger painting. painting I don't know it, it just yeah it just seemed like the right thing it, so here we are we're gonna finger paint I've already set out a few colors which yes. are uh a lot of gem tones it seems mm, yes a lot of leftover tree fort mural colors <laughs> from 2020. From 2020. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, so uh, you you get to pick your paints, too. Yes. I brought a whole box of acrylics. I'm very excited. So one thing that is exciting to me about this is that my first episode, last week's episode, or this week's episode, um, we'll say last week because that's when you'll be listening. <laughs> um I did something else childlike. I danced. Oh, good. Do you, <laughs> Just, do like, you dance outside. often? I never dance. You never dance? Very out of my comfort zone. What? <laughs> oh, man. Like, not even when you're alone? Oh, I do alone. Okay. But, like, yeah. do you do that in your daily life? No. Alone? No. You should. It's life-changing. <laughs> it's life-changing. I actually, I think about it a lot. And I was actually going to write a coaching I don't know, products that I was coming up with that recommended dancing just alone, Ooh. naked, yes. however, but like feeling your body and allowing the energy to move through, so my, however. Yes. Well, my friend who was on with me does ecstatic dance. What is Have that? Have you ever done it? No. Oh my God. I bet you'd love it. I bet I would. I'm sure so I've heard just, of it before. It's just, you just, you get together with other people and... Uh, like, you know, a, agreed upon space, and you just dance however you want to dance. There's no rhyme or reason. So I did, like, a dance walk with my friend through Veterans Park. <laughs> oh, I love that. Did you record any of it for the no, podcast? No, sure did not. Oh. Um, maybe someday. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. I, I That's exciting. <laughs> I love dancing. That doesn't totally surprise me. So <laughs> Tiffany and I really got to know each other um, recently through a comedy competition. Yeah, heck yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners about that? Well, Leslie was one of the top five finalists for 
right? Yeah. Yeah, top five. <laughs> I had to get my numbers right. Uh, of Upstaged Comedy Competition, which is a collaboration between me and Breed Jones here in Boise, where every year we invite a handful of comedians, well, we invite comedians to come audition, and then 15 of them come up and get eliminated week by week, and it's just like challenges like you'd see in reality TV, but for stand-up comedians, and you were so, so funny. <laughs> like, my favorite thing that you did, Leslie, was uh, Dr. Phil. Roast Dr. Phil. Yeah, I peaked, I peaked too soon. I peaked in the second week instead of the third. <laughs> uh, no, like, my favorite thing about it was you got me to write, like, 15 minutes of new material. Like, it was awesome. Wonderful. Is that, uh, so... And that's uh, this priceless. Is, this is me as a product, like, dealer asking you a question. Yes. Would you use that material again? Then? Oh, I have. You have? Yeah. So... See, that's I, what I want to know, because I, I like to know that the thing we're putting on is not just fun in the moment, but that it's actually no. benefiting you in the long run, too. So, one way I'll... Work in Dr. Phil. Sometimes I'm just like, hey, I roasted Dr. Phil recently. I hear it. And people are like, uh, yeah. <laughs> the audience is never like, no, we're not interested. Oh, um, good. So, or I talk about someone having basic cable, and then I'm like, you know who's still on basic cable? And oh, that's brilliant. There we go. You're, oh, you're so good. <laughs> um, and then I think I've used my cleavage jokes because uh, when we wrote. Oh, space. We had to talk about space. <laughs> talk about the space. Between my breasts. <laughs> that was so funny. I loved how you used that. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm painting. I don't know what I'm painting either. Um, but I love this color. It's very peach, but I'm just I'm very drawn to coral. Coral, huh? So I'm gonna take some of this and mix it. I'm making some leaves on like a hydrangea flower. Ooh. I don't know what it's going to be in the end, but that's what it is right now. So, I love hydrangeas. Oh, you do? Is yeah. That, sorry, did did I get the flower right? Is that what these I look like? I think so. <laughs> I looked, I, then I was like, is that hydrangeas that I love? And then I looked and I was like, I think so. Okay, okay. So, even if we're both wrong, at least we are in we're agreement. <laughs> yeah, and the good news is this is a podcast and so nobody can see what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we only have to share this if we so choose. Yeah. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to auction it off. This is going to be like, Tiffany Eller did a piece on the iconic podcast. Could be fun. <laughs> with Leslie Bing. So, you <laughs> said art is what you do for fun. What other ways do you like to express yourself artistically? Uh, artistically? Oh, gosh. I write a lot. Okay. I, I write a lot of poetry uh, that never really sees the light of day. <laughs> Which Fair is fine. Enough. I guess the right people see the right poetry because I uh, I tend to write for other people. I like to make other people my muse, and so like if somebody's into it, I'll write them a poem. And well, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Would you like a poem? I would love a poem. You would? Are yes. you are you artsy oh, outside yes. of finger painting with your good old friend Tiff here? I sure am. <laughs> so I was trying to think of something. I've painted. A canvas for each one of my nine nieces and nephews over the years like I think I started oh gosh I started back in 2008 I did Thomas the Train oh yes for my nephew who is now 19 years old 
Oh. Totally cool with that. Time, time <laughs> I'm okay. Awesome. This is good. Yeah. Um, and then I've done it over the years. I've done Mary Poppins. I've done Sherlock Holmes. I did Lego Frodo. Lego Frodo. Yeah. So I was trying to think of something I could do for one of them, but nothing came to my mind. But I looked at this color, and I wanted to do it. So here we are. I love that. And I wanted to get messy. I know. I just I just <gasps> kind of like yes. poured a bunch of blue on mine. I love it. Uh, my hands are going to get real messy here. I didn't like what I was making, so I kind of smeared. You started over. I started over. And now I have a C in front of me. I feel like there's a good bust in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not there. What is it? It's like very Bob Ross. There are no mistakes. Just happy, happy little accidents. Okay, the last time I finger painted was in 2012 or 13. Oh. oh, I've probably done it since then. I have a child. True. <laughs> okay, but I take my finger painting career very seriously. Oh, yeah. um, the last time, anyway, I had a painting party with friends one time when I was living in Seattle, and everybody had to bring their own canvas, which meant for some people it was like a cabinet door. For some people it was a big canvas. But Ooh. we had one giant canvas that was the communal one, and it ended up... It went through several renditions as we went through the night, as people would, like, go over to it and add something. Um, but by the end, it was a finger painting with a very abstract, dark background, Ooh. not unlike what this looks like right here. Interesting. Um, but then one of my friends was a cartoonist, and she drew this little bunny, <laughs> and he had a speech bubble that just said, in the very corner of this very huge oh, canvas. Oh, my gosh. And so that is one of my very favorite pieces of art. And it, it exists in digital form somewhere. I love it. But well, maybe... Maybe this is round two. Who knows? Who's, yeah. What kind of animal right? is going to go in the corner of this uh, sea of yes. blue? And then it could go on my animal wall. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. I okay, that. so we don't know each other super well. So you live in Seattle. I did. I live Where in... are you from originally? Boise, Idaho. Okay, where did you go to high school? Capital High School. What? Did you go to Capital High School? I sure school? did. What, what year did you graduate? 2001. Oh, gosh. How old are you? Older than you. <laughs> Very much so, <laughs> I guess. In 2001, I was oh, in no. fifth grade. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, totally I'm fine with that. That's fine. <laughs> I graduated high school in 2009. Okay. That's the year I graduated college because it took me a long time to graduate college. <laughs> um, and then what, what, what happened in 2010? What was next? Um, okay, so in 2010, I went to Washington State University. Well, in 2009, I went to Washington State University. I studied uh, communications in advertising. Actually, yeah. I went there for broadcast uh, production. Uh-huh. But I, uh, there was one day where there's two, two instances. One, I was walking across a very hilly campus 
with a backpack, a mic kit, a tripod, and a camera yeah. all by myself. And I was like, oh, this is just miserable. You don't have to do that. And then I, the other thing was I was sitting in master control, which is the person who switches out the VHF, uh, VHS tapes between a show and a commercial in this very lonely cold room. And I was sitting there listening to the nightly news, which was put on by one of the classes in my program. And it was going to be one of the classes that I was scheduled to take for the next semester or the next year. And I was listening to them on the headset from master control. And I heard the, the floor director just being like, okay, wrap it up, wrap it up, cut, cut, cut to black, cut to black. And it just like, it was so stressful listening to it that I was like, I don't oh want to gosh. take that class next year. And I was like, oh, I don't want to ever do this. this I, no. <laughs> so I switched to advertising because I really wanted to do graphic design. And uh, I was like, well, everybody wants to be the artist. I better know my stuff behind the art so that I can blah, 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 blah. something workforce. Anyway, so that's, that's how I ended up in advertising communications. So I went to the University of Texas in Austin. Yes, all your Longhorn stuff. All my Longhorn stuff. <laughs> and got an advertising degree. No, <laughs> no way! But my focus was on copywriting. <gasps> I love copywriting. <laughs> okay, but were you good so at funny. it? Did you enjoy it? I loved it. So they have this amazing program. It's a portfolio program um, where you're just creating ads all semester long mm. and you bring like you bring them in just you know drawn out crappy ads you bring them in the teacher the professor I guess is what they're called um goes over them gives you feedback other students give you feedback and then it all culminates in a portfolio presentation where you put one together you know on InDesign or whatever mm. and then uh people from like the advertising world and often would come and give us feedback. I did almost the exact Oh my gosh! <laughs> Mine is a little different, but like very similar. That's I, I was in the National Student Advertising Competition, and we had judges that were like representatives from these companies that we were making fake advertising, like marketing packages for. Okay. But they were the real representatives from like Glidden Paint and Walmart. And uh, that looks like a beach ball. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Anyway. Beach ball. But like they would come and give us feedback and like we would have to give these presentations and produce these really big PDF books yes. of like everything you would need to know about marketing glidden paint in Walmart or yes. whatever. Like. <laughs> yep. That's so uh, funny. Of course hilarious. we would be drawn together. I know. I love it. Also, look at us now, both in comedy, both doing in art. Comedy. So when did you start getting involved? So yeah, that's how they get it. The comedy scene in Boise brought us together. And when did you get started and all that? Um, so I moved back to Boise in 2015 and started the Idaho Pun Slam in... Which, let's give that a promotion because isn't it coming up? It is. Well, when is Pumpkin this episode uh, coming out? Next Tuesday. So the pun sign is this Friday. Oh, so okay. so people would have just missed it. So it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best pun slam ever. And the next one, I believe, is on November 10th, 5th? I don't know. <laughs> don't don't quote me on that, but look at our website. It's IdahoPunSlam.com. Um, but the Idaho Pun Slam is a 
wordplay competition that is just, it's so much fun. I used to call it a comedy competition, but it's not really a comedy competition. Yeah. It's a wordplay it's so competition. Uh-huh. It's just dad jokes. It's yes. street jokes, and it's people come in from the street, and they can make a pun on a topic, a dad joke on a topic. So this might be boring for listeners to hear, but real quick, I had this idea. So I run a comedy competition I just started called Two Minute Tuesday. Oh, yes. And so you can only do up to two minutes, and it has to be brand new material you've never done before. And, like, not even in an open mic. And so I'm doing a TikTok for it. That's where you oh, win yes. and post on TikTok. Oh, and I want to – I so it's only once a month, so there's no content to post for three weeks out of the month, right? So I was like, how fun would it be to get people to send me their dad jokes? Well, maybe there's a collaboration <gasps> Oh, here. yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a great idea. I would I would love to discuss this further. I have big plans for the pun slam. I can't discuss yet, but it's so exciting. I love it. That purple. Do you have purple? I do have purple. It's there's not a here. I can't grab it because there's paint all over my hand. Yes. My hand is navy blue right now. Yes, I love it. For the listeners at home. So, yeah, it's kind of made a beach ball sort of thing. <laughs> it's colorful. I'm very drawn to colors. Um, What's your favorite color? Coral. Oh, that's right. You just told me that. <laughs> Purple. Is I'm a good listener. <laughs> good thing I'm not the one leading this podcast. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Where am I? Actually, this week has been one of those weeks. Like, I found a shirt hanging up in my closet that I was like, why would I hang that shirt up? Did I hang that shirt up? Why did I do that? Why? Nobody else would have done this, right? And and then I question my reality for the rest of the day. Yes. So it's been one of those weeks. Those weeks. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. So you recently started a coaching business. I did. So what inspired you to do that? Uh... It was a divine download. <laughs> Love it. I, I just have been milling around wanting to do coaching for a very long time, and it's never been right. It's not been – like, I've tried podcast coaching, actually, and I tried uh, – what was the other thing I tried? So at one point, I was, like, talking about boundaries with kids, and nothing really, like, sat right with me. I just didn't have the spark of, like, what I wanted to coach yeah. on, but I knew I wanted to help people. And I didn't know necessarily who I wanted to help, I think. But then recently, uh, I had a big life sh- shift, and then all of this clarity hit me. And I'm like, oh, I want to offer to be a creative liaison for people who have big ideas and don't know how to bring them into the world. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Today, I actually had my first session with one of my new clients, and she said that she's had this idea that we, we uncovered in the session She's had the idea for 14 years. Oh, my gosh. And has never moved on it because it always, it was just elusive enough. Yeah. And sometimes all it takes is another person to sit there and go, yes, this is a good idea, and you can do it, and let's find the resources to make it happen because they're out there. And this idea, the muse, in a very Grecian sense, the muses were these goddess-like beings that were the inspiration for science, literature, and art. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe that that muse energy still seeks us out and wants to make us its home. And it'll choose you 
And it'll be like, hey, here's this idea. Are you going to bring it into the world? And and you can you can be like, mm, no, no, no. And it'll pester you. It'll poke you on the shoulder until you do it. Or it'll say, okay, if not you. And then it'll go find someone else. Then you see your idea being executed. And you go, I had that idea. I was going to do that. <laughs> well, you didn't. You didn't listen to the muse when she came knocking. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's so good. I know. That's why I do that. What's been the biggest struggle of getting it started? Let's just go there. Because obviously the idea and the concept is you've got it. Of the coaching? <laughs> yes. <laughs> coaching, yeah. What's been the difference? So you had to get your – okay, let me back up. You got yourself a coach. I saw you post. I did. I I love that. Like this is like wanting your therapist to have a therapist. Yes. 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 It's it's you know like how can you preach what you're selling when you're not doing it yourself? So Mm -hmm. I love that. And do you feel like that's helped you get through some of the barriers of like starting a new business? Actually, yeah. Because one of the things about it, when you asked what the most difficult thing has been it's been making the time for it mm. but now that I have a coach which I haven't had any sessions with him yet I have my first one tomorrow actually um you got it yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> um it felt like okay now I have reason to hold myself accountable yes. and like I I know like even just going into the first session I want to have enough of what I can get done before I walk into that session to make that worthwhile to me. And so that motivates me to like dedicate the time. Mm. Um, and just like knowing that that accountability piece is going to be there. I think yes. it's really powerful. And I had somebody hire me at first, just saying that she wanted the accountability to yeah. dedicate the time to herself and her project. Yes. Um, so that's so powerful. It is. And it's important to, like, surround yourself with people that are going to yes and your ideas. Ooh. So have you, are you into improv? Oh, I'm, have you I'm like, I improv in my life a lot. Love it. But I, and I've seen some improv groups here in Boise, but I don't do it on a stage. Your, okay. Okay. I think you I could. Are, I never have. I could try it. Yeah, I would be willing to oh, try it. Oh, could, could, could be, be fun. fun. <laughs> I, think I, know, I think I know who I need to ask to be on the podcast. <laughs> um, so, this is fun. If the answer, if the question is, could it be fun? The answer is yes. My art is nothing beautiful um, as far as like being aesthetically pleasing to the eye. It's no longer a beach ball. It's, um, I'm just swirling colors together, and it's really fun. Good. Yeah, nobody said it had to look good. Exactly. Just had to be fun. Just had to be fun. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll all turn into something beautiful. You never know. Oh, it totally will. You never know. It totally, it always does. There's nothing so like there's a life lesson that you can't like undo <laughs> oh. or paint over, you know? Yes. I okay, so I have kind of a uh, t- uh, I don't know. It's a little impressionistic in the background. Ooh. Um. I like it. 
yeah, it's a uh, dark blue, and I have these little coral flowers that mm -hmm. I'm making for it right now with my fingers. So I have blobs. You have blobs right now, yeah. but they're going to turn into some beautiful... Um, Abstract blobs. Abstract. You know what? Some of the abstract art out there is just like a big square of color, and it sells for millions. So this could, anything this is possible. This is my ticket. This is, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Did I touch my shirt with my paint? No. Oh, I already have yellow. Um. Okay, so... I asked you when you got into comedy. Did we? Oh yes, uh, I started the Pun Slam in <laughs> September 2019. Oh, perfect! Yeah, so it was like building up and building up in popularity, and just like it was so much fun. And then pandemic. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And then we've been kind of struggling to get our footing since, but it's that that was my intro into like the comedy scene, and from there I met I don't know Jen Adams, Bree Jones, Haley Linhart Weiss, yeah, just and then we kind of Crystal Moore, yeah, and then I don't know I just keep getting invited to things and saying yes, so yes and <laughs> yes and. <laughs> Yeah, Brie approached me about um, Upstaged at first, and she was like, so I have this idea. Here, here's what it is. We need to do this. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> you propositioned me just right. <laughs> I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm typically going to say yes also. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's so much more fun that way. So I got started in comedy 14 years ago um, in Austin, Texas, and then I took, I lived in Abu Dhabi for two years, like you do. Like <laughs> you, you know? do. Yeah, what was in Abu Dhabi? What uh, took you there? My ex-husband had a job teaching there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he taught the locals English. Um, and I did, like... So much random stuff. It was amazing. Um, so I didn't do comedy in Abu Dhabi because that scared me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't blame you at all. So then I moved back in 2014 and decided to get back into it. Was in Texas, did it there some more in Fort Worth. Moved to South Dakota again like you do. <laughs> this general trajectory of life. And then I moved to Boise in, are you ready for it? March of 2020. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, you haven't been in Boise very long then. Nope. So I moved away in 2001 and, yeah, moved back in 2020. So when I would visit, visit Boise, I would do liquids. Uh, Liquid laughs. Uh, yeah. Open mic. Oh, yes. And got to know Jinx and Alicia. And then when I moved here, I was like, Jinx, what do I do? Who do I talk to? And she hooked me up with Crystal. Oh, great. That was a horrible decision because she's just the worst. <laughs> Crystal Moore. I think I actually mentioned her on my first podcast. Oh, no, I mentioned her on my Great Anatomy podcast. So Crystal Moore is amazing. She's a top producer here in Boise um, in the comedy scene. She is. She's a 
boss. She is. I think she's going to have I, me be a clown uh, for her episode. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Like, turn you into a clown? Yeah, I'm going to... I love it. Clown show with her. Uh, so, I love that the comedy scene in Boise is pretty much run by women. Women. I love it. Who who would have seen that coming from little Boise? I know. I've kind of taken your um, lead and just have started over. <laughs> Good. All on the painting. Yeah. Not on the comedy industry. Oh, yeah. Just, just starting over. Yeah. I, uh, okay. So now I'm making little flowers in a. Yeah. They're beautiful. Oh, thank you. I gave myself one rule, and that was no scenery. Because that's. Is this scenery? What, is flowers scenery? Yes. Oh, gosh dang it. But that's okay. It wasn't your rule. That's true, but I. It's just my rule. I know, but now I want to have that rule. <laughs> <laughs> okay, kind of like the color it's made. What draws you? Well, if you had to pick, someone was like, okay, you can only you can follow doing stand-up comedy, or you can follow this pun um, kingdom that you're going to build up here. Is it the uh, pun? Is the puns where your heart is? Actually, it's in a completely different Ooh, thing. I'm here. also doing. Okay. <laughs> I do a lot of. I love it. Um, I am the managing director of the Boise Bard Players. Yes. And that is uh, Shakespeare that we are making emotionally and economically accessible for the Treasure Valley and beyond. Hopefully beyond someday. Um, But it's that is where I just I love pouring my energy into that. I love the people that I work with. Um, We're just like really trying to build a community around theater and. I, I just love being there. <laughs> so my sister lives in South Dakota, but when she visits, I'll introduce you because she started the Shakespeare Club what? in Aberdeen, South Dakota. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she also started a, I think she started it, if I'm misspeaking, I'm sorry to whoever in Aberdeen started it. Um, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> Big listenership in Aberdeen. <laughs> Shout out, <laughs> Aberdeenians! <I want laughs> what up? <laughs> anyone from Aberdeen to comment when you watch, when you listen to this, that you were listening. <laughs> so, Katie, uh, she also started a classical Christian homeschool co-op and teaches the kids Shakespeare. They oh, put on a Shakespeare yeah. play every oh my semester. Gosh. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, she. Believes in it too. I love that. I like that you're trying to make it accessible. Yeah. Like because that's how Shakespeare should be. I agree. How art should be. Yes. That has always been part of my mission as well. So when I met Chris Canfield who founded the Boise Bard Players, I was like, Yes, I I can buy into that vision and I want yes. to and here I am. <laughs> I'm doing it. Well, do you have any more questions for me? Um, yeah, I wanted to I want to know why you started Could Be Fun podcast. So, I was writing a joke one time and that was ended up being the tag and I was like, "Oh, that's it's kind of like my mantra." <laughs> I love it. And so, I was like, "Well, what could I do with it?" And I was like, "Comedy special." I was like, "Well, that's a little ways away." 
So then I was like, what else can I do with it? And then I thought of a podcast, and then this came to mind, and I just really like the idea of, um, again, like I want the people who really have to dig for it, of what they like to do for fun. Mm-hmm. I want people who do things that really push me outside of my comfort zone. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be exciting to try new things. To encourage people to have more fun. Heck yeah. Um, What's your like life mission? Do you, do you know like if you do you have a mission statement of Leslie Bing? So I came up with it once in therapy a long time ago, and Can I paper towel? yes. And when I came up with it then, I think it was in 2010, and it was my purpose is to bring people joy. So I think that's a kind of it. I I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I've actually forgotten about that. Oh. (laughs) It's very fitting. I hope this brings people joy and gives them ideas of what they can do for fun. All right. I think we should finish painting and take some pictures. Heck yeah. Call it a wrap on the podcast. What do you say? I think that's a great idea. I hope to give you a finished product of painting that is uh, something that you can proudly put in the back of your closet. I have no idea what I'm going to do with mine. I think I might, like, let it dry and then keep thinking about it. I love it. It might be the background for something else. Yeah. I... Yeah. I just don't know what that something else is yet. Right. But could it be fun? Yes. Was it? it Was it fun? Was it fun? Yes. (laughs) Get yourself some paint and get messy. It is a good. I feel like that's the lesson here. Get messy. Get messy. I like that. (laughs) You know what? Life is messy. Might as well embrace it. Exactly. Make it a little more messy. Look at you. I love what you're doing to the flowers. Okay, can't wait to show you guys (laughs) her piece of art and my blob. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Leslie.